Does anybody want to recap us on where we were? Well, that one was easy. We were um, slowly learning more about the nightmare that we're in. <laughs> I was offered my deal to uh, lose those memories, but I found out that turns out, or I guess I should say it turns out that we were dosed with like memory powder to help us forget the events at the manor. So it's actually Thursday and not Wednesday, yet all uh, Victoria's classes happened this it's Tuesday, not... Yeah, it's Tuesday, not Monday. Yeah, but today, since it is the 5th of September, it is now Wednesday. Oh, no. That's true. So, the horror of finding Wednesday. But outside of that, we... I mean, at least on my end, I'll let, I'll let Deckard explain mm-hmm. his whole 3D chess situation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, on, on my end... We and our newest compatriot, whose name escaped me. Katie. Katie? That's such a normal name for all of our very formal names. Probably Catherine goes by Katie. Yeah. In any case. Your patient escaped. Oh yeah, Winston escaped. Katie has officially joined our team. And she's going to take it as she goes in terms of figuring out all this Cthulhu shit. Which is probably the best approach. I saw a spooky version of my dog again, and I don't like that. And I believe that's where I left off. Yeah, we haven't told Katie a lot. We're just going to kind of go with answering her questions as they come up, because that's a lot. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. Deckard had an interesting conversation. Yes. So, Deckard's been enjoying his time in the hospital. It's like, you know, this ain't so bad. (laughs) But Gwen came for a visit. And it was the minute he mentioned the dog encounter and what it looked like she left abruptly. And that's when Deckard, as was so eloquently put, started his 3D chess. And he thinks that maybe this weird fungus god is a threat to the vampires. That's why he's been hired to investigate all this. And then he had a weird vision. And he had a weird vision that, of course, Winston was there at the house. And he needs to go talk to Winston. And then there was some weird priest that threw some sand in his face. Pocket sand. (laughs) He got pocket (laughs) sand. And that's where we left Deckard. Or mushroom dust. Hmm. Oh, no. You got shroomed again. Good job. God. God. If you get shroomed in your dream, do you get shroomed in real life? If you die in the game, you die in real life, right? I'm not exactly how <laughs> sure what... I don't... I feel like that was something more than a dream, but also I'm not sure. It's okay. Deckard might be losing it. Uh, uh-oh. Deckard's probably uh-huh. losing it. I'm somehow the sanest member of the party. <laughs> How'd you manage that? I honestly don't know at this point. <laughs> I rolled higher on my sanity than y'all did. How dare you. Dice like me. Alright, so getting into it. I've already titled this one on uh, roll 20. (laughs) Don't say it. Lovely. (laughs) I like that you you choose the titles for us to stop us from becoming unhinged. (laughs) 
<laughs> because any game I've ever had where I've been able to choose the titles along with everybody else, it's been an absolute shit show. A lovely shit show, but a shit show nonetheless. This is only for us, audience. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, this whole conversation might as well be <laughs> dust in the wind. Oh, yeah. So, getting into it, Deckard, your game ended a couple hours ago. They brought you some food. Been handed a steak with a baked potato. Goodness, they're treating you well. Ah, Decker's just loving this. <laughs> you had most of your insides ripped out. How are you not eating, like, pudding through a straw? Don't question things, Victoria. Let me enjoy my steak. That wasn't Victoria. That was Brianna Jean. There's a difference. Get it right. I think Deckard might actually be losing it and is just imagining a nice little steak as a treat. <sighs> the nurse comes in again. You have another visitor, Mr. Lazarus. Yes. Did they happen to say who they were? It was a man by the name of Elliot. Deckard just... All right, I'll see this Elliot. The steak is good, so I hope they have something important to say, because it's a really good steak. I'm glad you like it, so we had it brought in for you. Decker just makes it go into his notepad. <laughs> Alrighty. She goes and gets uh, Mr. Elliot and brings him in. And as Mr. Elliot walks in, you see he's a tall, wiry man with hair slicked back. Kind of a chestnut brown hair, blue eyes, and he's wearing a suit, and the belt, he looks familiar. Mm -hmm. Looks to be almost a Celtic cross on the belt. <laughs> hey, we found him! <laughs> oh my god! That's so cool that the Decker gets to meet both of the final bosses of our of our campaign <laughs> in his hospital bed where he's completely defenseless. <laughs> Decker's just as he was like passionately cutting his steak happily, he just sees the kill the cross and slowly stops cutting and then just puts the knife and fork down and just <sighs> How may I help you, Mr. Elliot? And he puts on his best bullshitting grit bullshitting eating grit. I hope that you are enjoying your steak. Oh, it, uh, are you my benefactor that's been oh so keeping my stay so nice here? Oh, yes, I am. I heard all about your incidents and knew that I wanted to help you. And I just wanted to come and make sure you were doing okay. Oh, I'm, I'm doing fantastic. I... Is there anything that's green on him? The Celtic cross. <laughs> the thing that you most wanted to be green. Okay, okay. This is okay. Also, I, need to be I feel like that's here. a pretty common color for Celtic crosses to be. <laughs> I suppose I should introduce myself a little bit more. We've never met. My name is Wilfred Elliot, and I own a state here in Oxford. I am actually running for mayor. Oh, so you run in the political circles, huh? It's funny, sometimes you could say you run in with a green party. <laughs> so you've heard of my party? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are, we're known as uh, the Green Wheel. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they do. It's yeah, they are. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, God oh, damn it. He, he, I hate that I won't got I, you know, I, if there's going to be like a post-mortem, I can't wait to recommend everyone just watch a video about the mystery of the Druids PC game uh, as a treat, as a little like wash this down with, you know? <laughs> so Decker's just, oh, um, well, your reputation precedes you. Yes, I <laughs> believe many people know about the green, the green wheel party. Yes. It's unfortunate one of our biggest donors passed away recently. His name was Charles Amesley. I heard that you were acquaintances <laughs> with him. I, uh, yes, we were correspondents. We love to tell tall tales to each other. You, you know, it was a little hobby. Because, uh, uh, I'm writing a book about just local folk tales of different areas, and Mr. Amesley was a great provider of such curiosities. Yes. Oh, really? Folk tales? Now, ah. Uh, Are you an English uh, professor? I'm having a blast. Digger's just. Well, uh, I guess my own reputation is preceding me. Yes, yes, I am a professor. Uh, I'm a parapsychologist. It, I. Me and the occult go arm in arm. Uh, you know, I've heard an interesting rumor that there was uh, maybe some opposition to the Green Wheel Party. Uh, I even heard a tale of a name, like a Gwen. Gwen? Huh. Oh, you're going to get in trouble with your vampire mom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, Gwen. Ah, wonderful lady, but... It's terrible what happened to her husband. Ooh. What? Ooh. Ooh. Tiger now has a teacup that he's just holding going, Why, uh, spill the tea, please. Um, well, I know. What was that about a husband you were saying? Husband named Arthur Kofkoff? Um. Ah, uh, yes. Her husband's art. Uh, he <laughs> passed away quite some time ago. Mysterious causes, to be frank. You know, since you own the Oxford, it, I didn't know that rabbit dogs were frequenting Whoa. the area. Oh, I thought you were calling him a rabbit dog. No, I was like, damn. Dear damn, God, no, we're, we're talking about the incident. The, oh, we're talking the about the actual rabbit yeah, dog. Yeah, I'm talking about like, the actual incident. No, I'm like, not. Holy oh, shit, dear God, no, I am not. Going by to... your vampire mom over here. Oh. Oh no, I think I have been sold out, so I am choosing my words very carefully. How the hell does he know me this well? Oh, ah, uh, yes, and that is honestly why I came. I wanted to hear your story about that, and hear how we can continue to make this town and its community safer. The police report said that the rabbit dog was in the library, correct? Uh... You know what? It was probably just someone that was leaving. They must have left the, one of the back entrances ajar or something, and the animal got inside it. Uh, you know how some people get when they panic? They see an, an animal frothing at the mouth. The imagination goes wild and crazy, and uh, these things can just get so wild and crazy. Some people might even say the thing was green. Ah, and here we are back at green. <laughs> I know, it's, it's, like a, it's like a circle. 
Hmm. He looks at you. Deckard looks at him. I need you to roll an appearance. Oh. <laughs> this guy's great. He's literally giving an ulcer to Deckard just by existing. <laughs> Deckard has just like a full-on ulcer going on. He's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> the vein in his temple is bulging so much and the nurse is like outside walking by. I can see him like, uh, hmm, let's go get some more medicine for him. El- Elliot walks into the room. <laughs> Deckard is... Oh, my heart! Heart success. All right. You managed to hold yourself together as this is happening. You are sweating a little bit, but at the same time, it's not perceivable. It. Oh, God, you really put me in the most... Like, my chest hurts! (laughs) I'm sitting here doing the same thing as Deckard, just... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, um... uh, You know, I would love to help your party with making this a great city. I mean, (laughs) it's not as if you're trying to get the entirety of London underneath your thumb, are you? Please tell me you're not. No, that's interesting you would say that. But no, goals are only to make Oxford a safe place to study and a safe place to live. And hearing that there's a rabid dog, I have the police out trying to track it down and make sure that it is very dead. Oh, um, you know, I've actually heard a rumor that your group is actually a quite celebrated botanist. That you guys really look into funguses and other like of the such. Show him all of the cards, why don't you? <laughs> yeah, just, I've been sold out. I will immediately tell you my entire plan. Here's what you need and how you can do it. He looks at you and... Uh, I mean, there are stories that our party was started by a group of druids, yes, but... Botany? No, uh, not now. Just politics and trying to keep the environment and people safe. Especially from industrialization and coming war. Oh, I knew that was all just a bunch of little hogwash with the mat rumors of magic and monsters and opposing vampires. Vampires. The funniest outcome would be that he's just a regular dude and you're just unloading about this insane bullshit on him and he's like, I don't, I just came to talk to this guy because I heard he saved the library and he's going insane. God. Uh, I, I knew those were all just rumors and mistake is really good. Um, thank you. <laughs> if you need anything, I'll still be in this bed alright well uh, again just wanted to check up on you and uh, those meds really (laughs) and he walks out have a good day Mr. Lazarus you do the same now he just starts like wiping his tongue as soon as he sees he's gone. He's just, oh, oh god, oh, what's this food? He like pushes the tray to the, to the bed. He's just, yeah, I was about to say, I thought steak was weirdly specific. Dicker is just sitting there, just, oh, oh, 
Mama Lazarus, what has your baby boy gotten himself into? And the uh, nurse comes in. Oh, I forgot to bring you in the plate of mushrooms. <laughs> Mushroom stew, I mean. Decker's just eyes. I, I think this would be the moment that just one of the eyes just goes, psst, turns red <laughs> from a vessel bursting. Mr. Lazarus, please get yourself together, and we're gonna move over to Gabriella. Oh dear God! All right, so we're over uh, over on uh, our neck of the woods. Everything's cool and normal with uh, <laughs> no problems. We're just enjoying a nice breakfast because you know we can order room service on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I'm ordering room service on um, what's the word on a uh, police dime as I am well warranted to. And you get a knock at the door. Oh man. I really hope this is room service and not like a nightmare demon. I really hope I, it's your turn. <laughs> I, open the, I open the door and it's... Who's, who's that? Wait, actually, is there a peephole? Is there a peephole? Hmm? Yes, there's a peephole. Alright, I'm gonna do, you know, do my due diligence as somebody who is uh, currently toying with forces beyond my control, and I'm gonna peek through the peephole. That's a good choice. As you look through... Roll spot hidden. That's fine. That's fine. I, I, you know, I have a good, I have a good stat for that. You know, let's, let's see how we're doing. Oh, okay. Oh, thank goodness. You see this man standing there with a nice suit on, and you see his belt has a Celtic cross on it. This is a, <laughs> a really good peephole. Jeez. <laughs> it's a really good turn. <laughs> it's like it's like the nicest fisheye lens ever. You you look through right as he took a step back to let him main turn you were able to see. <laughs> so that we can recognize him in the in the in the narrative and not in my brain. Yeah, I, I turn to the others and I go, There's a man outside? Green belt. I'm I'm rightly suspicious, I think. So that's a Celtic symbol. Oh, this is not fair. <laughs> uh, Celtic symbol. Um, you know what? crack the door open a little bit. Okay, do you have the chain still on the door? Yeah, I have the chain still on the door. Can I help you? Yes. I believe this is the room for Gabriella Slaughter. That would be the one. Ah, yes. Uh, my name is Elliot, and I was wondering if I could talk to you about your experience last night. Oh, goodness me. Well, you know, it's fairly early in the morning, and I'm still getting ready. Is it possible I could meet you downstairs by the little breakfast nook? He looks at his watch. You know, maybe you can come by my office later on. A little bit of a hurry, I just wanted to stop by. I had, Sorry, I should have said this earlier. I'm the mayor of Oxford. Oh, oh, right. Um, I'm relatively new to Oxford. I was, you know, brought in under your police orders. Did you happen to find him? No, we have a search party out looking for the rabid dog that attacked you all, and... Well, the patient, I... The unfortunate Mr. Winston. Oh, yeah, so you're searching for both the dog and Winston? Yes. Quick question, from because since Victoria's been at Oxford for a bit, and she also works with, like, does odd jobs at a couple of different papers, is this guy actually the mayor? Yes. Okay. What is Oxford? What have you done? <laughs> how, how deep are we in the suspect everyone rabbit hole? Is the mayor really the mayor? Well, no, is, is this just someone lying about being there? Because I feel like at some point, like, Victoria kind of, like, cranes over to get a look at his face. And just like, yeah, no, no, that's the... I've seen pictures. 
I would like to, in a game, also pretend to be a mayor. Um, <laughs> that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, that's a next character idea. Someone who thinks they're the mayor. They're not. They're the mayor. They just don't know where from. Can I get, like, his vibe? Like, is he threatening? Is he is he just, like, trying to be, like, like a friendly neighbor? Like, what's his vibe? Huh? Let's see. I feel like I should make you roll for that. That sounds like a roll to me. Why don't you roll psychoanalysis? Hey, that's that's the thing I um I I min maxed into because I'm a therapist in this game. I did okay. Extremely not threatening. He's a little bit more bewildered at the uh, suspicion, but oh, he seems. Oh. He might just be a guy. <laughs> I don't trust. Oh my it. god! Oh my god! I was right. Dicker just went nuts on this guy for no reason. Oh, that's really good. You know, I can answer some questions right now, so I don't have to waste too much of your time. What's going on? Well, would you mind opening the door just a little bit so we can talk a little bit easier? Oh, sure thing, and I, you don't mind, I have a bit of a mess in there, and I open the door, and I give a signal, and I point to it in my, my bag where the gun is, and I kind of give Victoria that signal, and I open the door, and I step out. Victoria nods, and she was probably just kind of absentmindedly fiddling with her knife, just because yep. she's fit fidgety sometimes, so she just puts it back in her brain before he comes in. I'm in the hallway with definitely the real mayor. Okay, and as you are now in the hallway with the door closed, with what you believe to be the mayor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you believe to be yeah. the mayor. Look, we can play the gaslight game all, all you want. <laughs> he asks you, well, I just want to know a little bit more about your experience last night. What you saw, what happened, uh, what you think might have caused such a creature to enter into the library like that. Oh, I thought the library thing was in the morning. It was late at night. Because Katie was about to lock up for the night. That's right, and I had just talked to the the patient. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, well, I'd come there to do some research at some interesting insights my patient had mentioned. I figured some local history would get me a better idea about what was going on. See if there's maybe a pattern or some sort of unconscious ideas floating around in his head. And while we were there, what I can only assume is some kind of rabid dog burst his way in. There was a gun involved in the incident, not mine, but I happened to grab hold of it and unload into the dog. I I believe I managed to kill it, but then it escaped, so... Too ex and, I'm, and I'm playing up that I'm like, I don't know too much. So, I'm playing it up that I don't really know how guns work, and, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just a lady who reads people. That's, like, my whole thing. But, yeah, I give him, I give him the... what would be, like, a civilian interpretation of the events. Okay. And the police told me that uh, one of your one of your members had reportedly, or one of your friends had reportedly um, shot and killed the creature or the dog, and it's no longer there. That's what I thought as well. But if there's reports that, roll listen. Oh. Oh no! I'm gonna use thirty luck points. Yeah, you miss it. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I'm gonna use thirty luck. I'm gonna use a lot of luck. Because I just got a, a normal amount of luck, so I'm going to use a bunch of it. Okay. All right, so I'm back in. Gotcha. So you, you hear this Freudian slip. 
and you identify it as such. Hmm. Like if this was <laughs> this was a textbook open shut Freudian slip right there. Oh, hundred percent. When he said creature <clears throat> instead of yeah. dog. Dog. There was there would be no reason for a normal guy to call it a creature. Oh, this whole time I've just been focused on that fact that you said creature. <laughs> yeah. I kinda play it off. But I do I do mention Well that's strange. Well I it's I thought I had shot and killed it myself, but if there's reports of it being out and about, then maybe I didn't do quite a thorough job. Yes, when the police went in, they said that there was nothing there. Oh my goodness, what a resilient dog. Uh, he just kind of scratches his head. Well, I'm going to go see your friend, Mr. Lazarus, later on today. Oh, to bring him something to eat. He's a little grouchy. <laughs> if you could get him a nice meal beforehand, I think he'd really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I had sent over some eggs benedict uh, for breakfast, but maybe I'll send him like a ribeye or something for dinner. You know what? He does seem like the kind of person who eats lots of meat, so... Maybe. Anyways, I'll have the hospital give him something nice. Very nice of you, sir. Very much. <clears throat> Anyways, have a great day, and if you see Miss... Uh, and he pulls out a slip of paper from his coat. Uh, McGuire? Could you have her sent to um, Town Hall? I'd like to ask her some questions as well. Oh, uh, you know what? Sure thing. We kind of met in happenstance, but if I run into her doing any research, I'll let her know. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And he goes ahead and walks off. Alright. I wait until he's well out of earshot and face shot and per perception shot, and I go back inside. Okay. And as you open the door, you see Victoria standing there with the gun in hand pointed at your face. No. Oh, no. well, hmm. No. Victoria's probably <laughs> sitting nearish to the door, like just, ap just playing with her knife and staring at the door like she was trying to listen in on the conversation. Probably had about the same efficacy, but she's mostly just, if there's anything that sounds wrong, you raise your voice, she is ready to come out and do the stab. I was ready to like scream, do whatever. Um, but I poke, <laughs> I poke my head in and I go, Hey, Victoria, hypothetical question for you. Say I'm the mayor of a town, and I'm trying to deal with an escaped mental patient and a rabid dog. Wouldn't it be weird if I called a rabid dog a creature? Unprompted? Wouldn't that be strange? It certainly would be. How bizarre. Yeah, well, I think while our mayor may seem to be the mayor on the outset, we have established that, and to be mostly have no ill intent towards us, he knows more than he's letting on. He also wants to see you eventually. I wanted to make sure he didn't know we were all in the same room. I feel like that might tip some of his little alarm bells. I think that was a good idea. Perhaps once we have more information, I can go and have that meeting. Right. So hopefully that's um something to think about. And I think he's going to be sending food to Lazarus and talking to him as well. Well, that sounds good. Is it weird? I want to be there for that conversation. I want to see his reaction. I can only imagine <laughs> it would be very strange. Again, I we should really check up on him. I think something might have happened in between the time that we were dosed and he got here. Because he seems really 
I don't know, when I remember him in the mansion, he seemed more composed, more put together. Something has really rattled him. I agree. How's Katie reacting to this conversation? Is she still there? How's Katie vibing with us? Katie's still there. She's she's just kind of like smiling and nodding. Katie's sanity is like 20 times ours easily. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Actually, I should check where her sanity's at. <laughs> I got a lot of my back recently, so I'm actually feeling a little bit more chipper. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, no. You see her eyes twitching. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she is the lowest out of all of you. Oh, my God. Poor thing. Oh, no. It's a good thing we didn't tell her. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't about to like be like, hey, um, here's the eldritch truth. Yeah. So, um... Oh. Shall we get on our way? Right. Let's get some breakfast in you and... I think that would be a good idea. And then you hear... Knock at the door. And check the people. Room service! Does it look like room service through the people? Yes, there's a cart there and there's a... There's someone there to hand you room service. Alright, assuming the breakfast food isn't a pile of nightmare mushrooms, I open the door and then get the room service. Alright, you open the door and uh, she wheels in a cart of room service. Just food. Bonviant feast, you didn't order all this. Oh, it must have been the mayor. The mayor told me to uh, make sure that you had enough. Whatever you wanted was yours, so we just decided to take the liberty and cook everything you wanted. Anything you wanted. Oh, um, question. Does the mayor I know I had guests over? No. Did the mayor a- Okay, good. I'd rather- well, I don't know. A, these are some of my clinical staff, and I, you know, I- For the sake of making sure that everybody is safe, due to that man being on the loose, I'd rather people not know we're all in the same place. Do you understand? Absolutely. Alright, perfect. And I, I, I turn and I go, well, I guess the feast is ours. Uh, do you still want the other food that you ordered to come up as well? Oh, I, I thought he just covered our food tab. Well, yes, but you, you had ordered something else, so and since we weren't expecting your friends... Can I peek at the food to make sure it's, like, okay? Yeah. You look at the food, and uh, she takes off the uh, metal that's over it, and it looks and smells delicious. Okay. I'm like, oh, sorry, you know, allergies. You know what? Bring the rest of the food in little packaging. We'll have it for lunch later. Absolutely. Does the mayor normally provide food for people like this? He tries to make sure everyone feels comfortable in Oxford, and it's not outside of his nature to do good things for everyone. Hmm. I'm voting for him on re-election. Ah, interesting. I'm certainly considering that myself as well. I don't live in this town, so I'll leave your local po- uh, politicians to their devices. She just walks out. <laughs> She's like, okay. Alright, thank goodness. A couple minutes later, she comes back with food. Alright, we have our lunch. And, uh, yeah, what would you guys like to do? Breakfast is finished, it tasted amazing. Alright, compare notes with Deckard. We probably specifically avoided anything that had mushrooms in it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, there was there was a mushroom stew. No, <laughs> not even once. 
Uh, we should probably visit Deckard before he has an ulcer. Which is strange, because there was no mushroom stew on the menu. What the heck? Why would you say that? Why would you say that to us? Uh, we don't eat it. Yeah, this is totally a normal man that Deckard went crazy on. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I, I fundamentally think that although he knows about the weird stuff, he is not, he himself is only politically dangerous. I don't think he's a secret monster man. So you think, who knows how he got, how, how he got into power. Right, right. And somehow they murdered my vampire boss's husband. I don't think they did it. I think he said it was terrible what happened to him. Because it's King Arthur, and it's well publicized about what happened to him in the myth. In the myth, how much of mythology is actually true versus just? Oh right. Well, I imagine it'd be it'd be really funny if Mordred's sword was called "Unfortunate Accident," (laughs) Uh, so that way it would be technically accurate what he said. Anyways, (laughs) so you guys want to go see Deckard? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right. Make sure he's still alive. Letting Katie know that we could drop her off somewhere else if she doesn't want to be part of this craziness anymore, because he can be quite a lot. I don't understand if you don't want to deal with him anymore. Uh, I'd really rather to stay with you, Victoria. Alright, then. Just wanted to offer. I just feel a little weird going home after all of this and not know if... You, uh, any of you would be okay. There's a little, slight little bit of blushing going on. Just a little bit. I pet Bosco and ignore the, the, the light flirtation behind me. And I, and I move <laughs> forward. Alright. Alright, so let's go see the grumpy old man then. Everyone's favorite morning activity. Making sure Deckard's alive. <laughs> As you get to the car... The detectives have parked behind you, and Gabriella, we just wanted to let you know. Ah, oh, D- Detective Young, good morning. Yes, uh, not really. We haven't been able to find Winston anywhere, and it seems that the rabid dog that you shot has killed a few more people. <sighs> Wish I'd shot him a little more. I'm sure you were just doing your best. Right, you know me, clumsy with guns. I wish Deckard had been able to hit him with that first shot. Alright. And can I get a quick map of where those thing events occurred? I have a feeling that Winston and the dog are connected, and I do not elaborate to the police, but Victoria knows. Yeah, I'll just I'll just let him I'll just let him give me that and see what what, what happens. Well, not that it really matters or anything, but it happened out in some of the farms nearby. Hmm. Nothing in the town, just on the farms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, that is information we can use. Yeah, <laughs> just stay out of trouble, okay? Oh, you know me. Actually, you don't, but I assure you I'm very well behaved. Oh, and we also wanted to let you know that until we can get Winston back or not, you're still welcome to stay at the hotel on the city's time. Uh, all right, let's hope you bring him back alive. I'd like to continue talking to my patient. Will do. And they go ahead and walk off. This just keeps getting more and more complicated. Yes. My art, we popular today. We really are, and I don't understand it. Well, I, t- I kind of do. Maybe I should run for public office. 
We seem to have found ourselves right smack in the middle of something. Hmm. I know I'm not going to be visiting Oxford again after this. I'm quite... I've had quite enough. Um... I still have a degree to finish. I don't mean to alarm you, Gabriella, but is that someone in your car? <laughs> How is that not an alarming statement? I look in the car with like just just real hate in my heart for being in this town. I promise this is not normal for Oxford. I will have to see, I guess. I, I check the door, like who's there? Are you close to the car? I, I mean, if, if Katie can see in the car, I imagine I'm close enough too. Okay, so as you as you're approaching the car, you're not right up next to it or anything. You see that no. there's a man sitting in there. <laughs> Do I recognize the man? No. Oh, okay, so a, a, a mysterious man that I do not recognize. A mysterious man. Victoria's gonna yeah, bend down and pull the knife out of her boot, just, you know. I just kinda shrug and go, I guess I'll just have to deal with this. Alright. The offices are nearby. Oh. You could just walk. I'm gonna wait until the office. Well, I guess I'm gonna start walking since we're gonna be heading. How far away is the hospital? It wouldn't be all that far. Hmm. 30 minute walk, maybe. Okay. Um, I kind of loudly go, all right, you know, we've been kind of cooped up in buildings and hospitals all day. Let's walk to the hospital. Get some blood pumping, as it were. That sounds like a wonderful plan. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Victoria will loop an arm through one of Gabrielle's arm and the other arm through Katie's just buddy system. This is going to be a lovely day. Lovely day for a walk. Yes, we're good friends, linking arms, and <laughs> we start moving away from the police. I, I wait until they leave, and then I'm gonna, I want to circle back to my car. Okay. As you circle back to the car, the person is no longer there. I start <laughs> mumble a little bit. I might want to check to make sure they didn't leave anything in there. Yeah, you know what? That might be a good plan. I pop the car door open. Pop the car door open. Your car's a mess. There's whatever you had in the dashboard is just strewn out everywhere. Mm. Papers are everywhere. Your case files are intact, but they're spread out as well. Oh. Perhaps we should have waved the officers over. Uh, whatever's going on, if the mayor, who definitely likes his druids, is against this Winston character, and this Winston character can shapeshift and is against Presidio Ogre, I at least want to be able to learn what's going on with him. Just said that in front of Katie. Yeah, I at this point, Katie, you'll start to figure this out. Check my case files. Is anything missing? No, you had the one about uh, Winston on you. Yeah, I was going to say, I have the most important ones on me. These are just other clients. This is a confidentiality breach, regrettably. So I'll have to report this at some point, but I'll do that when I'm not being in this situation. I'm being mindful when I look over at Katie. So somebody was looking for information. They didn't find it because nothing is missing. Did they leave anything? Like, can I examine my car and see if I'm like, like any evidence? Would you roll me a spot hidden? And I need you to roll extreme success. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, let's find out. Uh... Yeah, no. Uh, even, yeah, no. I'm not going to spend a bunch of luck on that, so. Okay. You don't see anything. All right. I clean up my files a little bit. 
put them all back where they go, and I pop the trunk open, put the files in there. Okay. Where are you keeping the uh, file that you have on Winston? I carry a bag with me with like my notes and okay. most of what I use in my like day-to-day practice. Like all the research I found in the library and all that stuff, I just keep it in my bag. Got it. Along with like a couple of probably some snacks and a couple of like tickets for betting on horse races Got that it. I haven't cashed in yet. And those are all kind of like kept in a, a bag that's a little bit of a mess. But most of my pertinent case stuff is in that bag. Do you let Katie and Victoria help you? put everything back i tell them to not really read anything too closely as it concerns clients who would rather keep their stuff private absolutely certainly all right and we put it all away okay you guys get in the car and you start driving off mm-hmm. all right so as you drive to the hospital what you roll spot hidden mm. hard success paranoia is working for her now what do my paranoid eyes see <laughs> Alright, with that, you see the man who is in the back of your car. He's got blonde hair, wearing a grey trench coat, walking along the side of the road, and he seems to just like turn and look at the car as it goes by. And as you're driving by him, you see this wire hanging down. Just a little bit. Just the slightest bit. <coughs> wire? From where? You'd have to pull over, but you see it go like through like the felt that's along the top of the uh, car. So he has a wire that's attached to the car. No, it looks like um, your car has been bugged. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had some interesting conversations already in the car since it got bugged. It was mostly when I was opening the car door and looking through my files, so that wasn't in the car itself. Knowing this, we can play it to our advantage. Yeah, no, I just, I just kind of, I kind of mentioned. So, outside of all, all this investigation with the the patient, it's interesting. I don't really know much about all of your personal lives, and I feel like now would be a great time to ask that. <laughs> oh, Victoria, do you want to go first? Or would you like me? All right, that was my. Victoria's <laughs> giving Gabrielle a strange look. I, I give like a, like like a like we're not talking about the case here anymore. My life recently has been mostly doing research into different things. I've got some interesting papers and working on a piece about a little local festival that they've had off and on. It's only in a specific neighborhood got really interesting roots to it and she'll just kind of like go on about this like tiny little festival thing that happens in one neighborhood oh perfect and to anyone who's not interested in that it's the most boring thing in the world i don't know i feel like it's actually kind of interesting she goes into like the history of it it's yeah yeah after making that face and we get to the hospital i kind of wait until everybody's outside of the car and then close it and then walk a couple feet away from the car uh, what was that about? car's bugged what? there's a wire in my car with um what I assume a microphone I saw the man in my car on the side of the road trench coat, blonde hair but more importantly the car's bugged we will not be discussing the case or any supernatural goings on in the car anymore Alrighty. 
I'm not overly surprised, but that's mildly annoying. Mildly, yes. Katie, you're taking all this spy stuff very well, but... Uh, I'm trying my best to keep it together. Alright, we'll, we'll get you some coffee and um, pep in your step, and we'll keep going. <laughs> terrified now. You guys go get some coffee. Uh, you guys just kind of sit down, and I assume that none of you really have all that intense desire to go see um, the grumpy old man, as you called him. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like an affectionate thing from Victoria. It's, it's, it's slightly in a term of endearment, but also very accurate. Yeah. Alright. You guys drink your coffee, you eat, they let you go up. Visiting hours begin around 5 o'clock. They let you guys in a little bit earlier. Okay. He's had a lot of visitors today. That's so? Yes, uh, the mayor came by to see him. Some woman named Gwyn came by. You think it's one of those children he keeps talking about? <laughs> she didn't seem like a child. Oh. I imagine he has adult children now, but yeah. That's fair. But, uh, no, she... She said that she was a business partner. Alright, that'll be fun to talk about, I'm sure. Yeah, anyways. And then a Father Blackwell is already here visiting with him. Says he's, <laughs> with, says he's with the uh, police investigation. Uh, yes. Would you believe it? The police also hire priests. Yeah, weird, weird things happen. You can say that again. Mm-hmm. Also, he's not very good at chess. Father Blackwell? Or... No, uh, your friend Lazarus. Keeps asking for chess boards and people to play with him. Wait, sorry. Is he asking for a separate chess board for each person? Yes! <laughs> every, time I have, every time I have a new thought, it needs a new chess board. Oh my god. That's canon now. Deckard is Deckard is unhinged. I love it. He's a rather eccentric one, as you've probably gathered. Absolutely, he is. But you've upped his meds just a little bit to make sure that he's <coughs> tranquil. Huh? I'm sure he enjoyed that. Deckard's hair has turned even whiter. Oh my god! So, um, you guys get to the door. I'll go ahead and leave you to do your thing. If you need anything, tea, crackers, anything, or if, in case of medical emergency, just hit that red button on the side of the bed. Sure thing. No, it I'm going to take out my notebook, and I'm going to write, my car was bugged, check this room for bugs on a piece of paper, so I can hand it to Blackwell when I come in. Got it. Victoria's also got a notebook out, but that's for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. You go in, and Blackwell shushes you. Oh. And he hasn't allowed you to speak at all, Deckard. Uh-huh. I, I show him the piece of paper and I, with, like, a grin. He nods his head and points up to a lightning fixture, and you just see the black wire and a um, metal bit at the end of it. And there goes the other eye for Deckard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they're both bloodshot now. <laughs> yep. Victoria's just gonna like look up at it and just like shrug like what are we supposed to do? I heard you've been collecting chessboards, Deckard. Deckard is pale. His face is so just it looks like he's been to battle recently. Oh just how he looks. 
he looks at Gabrielle and he just goes, ah, ah. Looks up. Oh, oh, this is bad. This is bad. I hope you haven't been causing too much trouble for the staff here. Oh, thank God you're safe, Victoria. Come here, give me a hug. Victoria kind of like exchanges a look with Gabrielle and goes and gives him like a one-armed hug kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) He he happily hugs Victoria. Oh, I'm so glad you're safe. Oh, I don't know what I would do. Bosco's fine, by the way. The window's down. His favorite song is playing. How could you do this to me? (laughs) Bosco is sitting with you right now. (laughs) <laughs> Deckard pulls over a chair so Bosco can jump on the bed with him. Oh, lovely. Yeah, no, I, I let Bosco, I let the reins go and Bosco sits down. Deckard looks over at Gabrielle and goes, Gabrielle, glad you're safe. Same to you, Deckard. You're still breathing. Oh. Ah. Deckard wants to look at Father Blackwell. Does he look like that priest from Night Vision? Verbatim. <laughs> oh, Deckard is doing the Kermit Muppet Kermit scrunched up face mm. Oh I imagine with the age It really it's, 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 got, it's a really good visual I like that Deckard just points a finger at him And just goes I believe you have some explaining to do I wasn't sure if you were dying So he's here to read your last rites <laughs> Gabriella Yes I'm stifling a laugh. <laughs> Do you know this man? Oh, yes. Best friends, actually. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Deckard literally just grabs his chest as he's leaning forward. He's just... Roll constitution oh. for me. Oh, no! <laughs> Meanwhile, Victoria's got her little... She has, like, one of those little journalist note-taking notebooks out, just... Oh, no. I, am using, I am using luck to get through this. I will use four points of I luck. can't believe you, uh, here, on this recording, you were like, roll for heart attack, maybe. <laughs> I will use four points to get through that. <laughs> okay. You feel the tug on your stitches as you're starting to panic a little bit at everything that's going on, and you start to see, um, you see Blackwell just, like, motioning to just, like, time out as he grabs something from his belt and he pulls it out and it's just this long rod that he puts up there and you see this bug fall to the ground he picks it up good first thing Decker's going to do is turn to Gabriel and go best friends huh how long have you known that he's not a fucking priest well no he's still actually a priest that's the funny part I, I do weddings and funerals yeah. <laughs> all the all all the all the communions, all of that. Oh, it makes sense now. That's God's game. Send freaks like you into people's minds. Hardly huh? what? <laughs> what? Deckard is staring dagger daggers at him. Oh my god. He picks up the mic that's fallen on the ground. Mr. Lazarus, have you had any contact with Nazis? That was not the question I expected. And I mean, Deckard is doing that growl right now. He's he's literally at his breaking point. He's, you know, first the goddamn Nazi wakes me up from my sleep. A Nazi was here. Did you get a good look at him? No. There was someone here. Victoria, I have had, I have had, uh, I have had a morning. No, Mr. Lazarus, 
You need to be quiet right now. <laughs> he motions to all of you. Do you hear anything? I want you all to roll listen. Is that to say do we? Oh, I don't this is like fun. that this is, question. This is really fun. I like I like that every like Yeah, I'm fine. I am using another seven points of luck. I'll hey, use ten use points it, of know? luck. Woo! Okay. For those of you who hear it, you don't hear anyone. It's very quiet in the hospital. And while mm. they didn't have many patients. Hospitals are never quiet. Hospitals yeah. are never quiet. Victoria kind of starts to like crouch down, starts like lifting her leg up, so she doesn't have to crouch all the way down to get the to get her knife. I take my gun back from Victoria. This is just when Decker just pinches his bridges of his nose and just goes, "Druids that are running the goddamn political party here, vampires." Secret government that with psychic people. Did you say vampires? Is there perhaps a better place for this conversation? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I did take the gun out and look. I... I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, Victoria. I think now is going to be our best hold, chance. Hold up. She was looking at Blackwell asking this because he seems to have a decent grasp yeah, of the situation. Yeah, Blackwell's got his stuff. What's What's going on? What are we doing? Hold on. And he points, and you see a few shadows moving through the hall, and the lights go out. I hate fucking Oxford. You have been listening to Beyond the Crumbling Veil, a Call of Cthulhu 7e actual play podcast by Styx Helix Productions, part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network changing reality one story at a time. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or Podchaser or wherever you're listening, because it helps people find us and we appreciate it so much. Beyond the Crumbling Veil is DM'd by John Bowman of Stakes Helix Productions. Deckard Lazarus is played by Brian from Dungeons and Pop. Gabriella Slaughter is played by Ian, who you can find in actual plays near you, and is at Ian Caliente on Twitter. And Victoria McGuire is played by Brianna Jean, who you can find at Brianna Jeans on Twitter.